Well, we're uh, continuing our series, uh, Still Rolling Stones. And the fact is, in the midst of the challenges and difficulties of life, and I've said this over and over each week, God is near. You know, God is with you. He can help you deal with the pressures, the, the stress, the loneliness. You know, with God, there, there's hope, there's mercy, there's grace, there's forgiveness. And with God, what seems impossible is actually possible. You know, with God, there, there's guidance. We can navigate things. And the fact is, with God, life is hey, better. Hey, I've got a cafe. Life is better. So. Cafe money because I won't be here hey. next week. And I... I, did, I didn't know God sounded like David. <laughs> uh, all right. How many of you have ever played the game Trivial Pursuit? Just, just curious. Uh, yeah. The, the fact is, uh, the that game is um, a challenge, and it's 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 a lot of fun. The the object, uh, of course, is to move around the board, answer questions correctly, and I think there's six different uh, categories, and you try and win that wedge uh, in each category so that you can fill in your your pie, so to speak. And I, I love what the outside of the box, it says, you know, what mighty contests you know, come from trivial things. And it got me thinking about that it, when you play that game, it's a lot like life. In fact, today what I want to do is talk about how to keep from randomly moving around from space to space, from time to time in, in your life, chasing a lot of things that are really trivial pursuits in, in life. And I want to talk about how to keep from getting to the end of life feeling empty and feeling like you, you missed out on something. See, life is anything but trivial, isn't it? You know, time is on my side. Yes, it is. Time, time, time on my side. Is it? Is it? Is your time on your side? You know, time, time, I believe, is the most precious commodity that we have. You know, when you spend your time, you cannot get it back, can you? I love what the great theologian uh, Bruce Lee had to say about time. <laughs> Any Bruce Lee fans? I love Bruce Lee growing up. Yeah. He said, if you love life, do not waste time. For time is what life is made up of. And so today, what I want to do is I'm not going to talk about how to get more done in less time, all right? Because I think, I mean, I'm just guessing most of your schedules are really too full, to be honest. But I want to talk about how to make the most of your time. When things are great and going well, and when things are challenging and they're hard, so, so that your life doesn't end up getting reduced to some trivial pursuit, so to speak. I, I see a lot of people on a regular basis in life that are kind of moving around through life, moving through the, this board of life, so to speak, and, and suddenly things change in their life. And life's not what they planned. It's not what they want. 
they, they don't get the piece of pie that they had wanted or they thought they were going to get. And the fact is, all of a sudden, they're struggling. See, life is made up of time, time, time. It's all you got. Tick-tock, tick-tock. You know, the book of Ecclesiastes, it contains the, the wisdom of, of Solomon. And he talks about uh, uh, the, the, when you listen to uh, the chapter, at first you, you listen to it, and I think it sounds trivial. In fact, I, I think it's, one, it's a powerful piece of scripture, and it's, it, the fact is it's very, very critical that, that we get a grasp on it. But he starts out, he says, there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And when you think about your life, and that's what I want you to do right now, is to think about your life, think about your history. It is a mix of good things and bad times, right? That's true for all of us. And my question is, what do you do in the good times? What do you do in the bad times? And here's the interesting thing. Solomon gives the same answer to the good times and the bad times. He says, accept God's purpose in it. Have you figured that out yet? God has a purpose in the good times and the bad times. God will use absolutely everything, and everything means everything, to accomplish his purpose. God doesn't cause everything. I want to be clear on that but God will use everything if you allow him to do that in your life. Good times, bad times are an intricate part of life. And so as Solomon is writing this chapter, he points out there there are 28 different times in life. He calls them seasons. He says, these seasons, these times in your life are made up of contrasts. The fact is, there's a time to be born and a time to die. These are totally out of your control, by the way. You do not get to decide any of them. The fact is, God knew the exact moment you would take your first breath on this planet, and God knows when you'll take your last God understands time. It says a time to plant and a time to uproot. There's a time that, that you put down your roots. You stay where you are. And there's a time you uproot and you get moving. You start going in a different direction. And what I figured out is sometimes God uproots you. You're not ready for it. Ever been there? So there's a time to kill, kill and a time to heal, time to tear down, a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, time to mourn and a time to dance. And as a pastor, I get to ride this roller coaster with people all the time, you know, sometimes celebrating the birth of a child or I'm spending time with a family that's mourning the loss of someone they love. Both are part of life. That's what I want you to get here. There, there's a combination in life. There are good times and there are bad times. There are positive things that happen 
And there are negative things that happen. There are things that bring a lot of pleasure in life. And there are things that bring a lot of pain in life. It says a time to scatter stones. A time to gather them together. Yeah, see, I'm going from memory. <laughs> a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Time to search and a time to give up. And here's the difficulty is knowing when to do which, you know, knowing when you should do something, when you shouldn't do something in life, you know, a time to keep and a time to throw away. Uh, the fact is, some of you can't throw away anything. True? <laughs> What's funny is because you, you really got two types of people in, in life. You got people that collect and collect, and you got people that pitch. And it's hilarious when they marry each other, you know, because it's like sparks fly, it gets tense, but you, you got you to gotta pay attention to that. It says a time to tear and a time to mend, time to be silent and a time to speak. And I will tell you, we get this mixed up a lot. You know, you have to have wisdom in life that it, it, you've got to have that courage to speak up when you ought to speak up in life. But you also have to love enough to know when to keep silent, when to shut up. <laughs> you know, the fact is that's hard sometimes. Time to love, time to hate. Um, you know, Scripture is very clear. We are never to hate people. You get that? Do not ever hate someone. You can hate what they do. You can hate sin. You can hate injustice. You, you can hate, in fact, you should hate when people are mistreated or abused in life. But there's a balance. There's a time to hate, and there's a time to love, and there's a time for war and a time for peace. And sometimes, unfortunately, war is the only alternative, you know, especially when tyranny is reigning and human rights are being violated. It's just the only option, but time for war and a time for peace. Fourteen negative things are in these scriptures. Fourteen positive things. All of them have a place in your life. Life's a combination of good times and what? Bad times. Now, let's be honest. If you had your way, you would only have pleasant things in your life. Yes? Yeah? <laughs> I just like the good things. No bad times, no negatives, no pain. But, but God's word's very clear that we're going to experience the other side of things. There will be loss and there will be illness and divorce and financial struggles and collapses in, in life. It's just part of it. God will use it all. That's what I want you to understand. God will use it all. It says, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. God, God will make everything beautiful. God can bring good out of bad situations. God can bring beauty out of the ashes in our, in our lives. God can bring that all together, and God will use it to make something beautiful. If Jesus Christ is at the center of your life. See, that's the key. Now, I know some of you think uh, when you talk about the will of God, you think, well, 
I'm in the will of God when I'm like in a Bible study, you know, or when I'm praying or when I'm worshiping in church like this morning, I'm in God's will. But, but it's bigger than this. You have to get this. You're in the center of God's will when God's in the center of your life. Good times, bad times, God will use it if you let him, if you're in the center, if you're allowing him to, to work so what do you do? What do you do when bad things happen? What do you do when you don't understand what's happening? You know, what do you do when inside you're screaming, why is this happening? Trust God, trust God, trust God, trust God. It says he has planted eternity in the human heart. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. The fact is, God has planted eternity in your heart. God, God has given you that desire to, to know the future. God has given you that, that ability to hope in your life, to see past the moment. And I, I believe it's what separates us from animals to a high degree. The fact that how many of you have pets? All right, so here, here's the deal about pets. They're thinking about their next meal. They're not thinking about, hey, when am I going to retire? And, you know, I wonder what's in eternity. No, see, you're unique that way. You have a desire. God planted it in your heart for you to look to the future. But you have a limited perspective. In fact, is God's plan is so big, you can't even begin to get your mind around it. You can't know it all. You're not God, by the way. And you can only see the present. God sees the end result. And, and that's hard for us to take sometimes. And my point is this. When you're in a difficult situation, some of you are there right now, you, you look at your life and you see the pain right now. But God sees the finished product. You know, you see the, the ugly cocoon of your life. But God sees that transformed butterfly down, down the road. The, the fact is, some of you, and I do not want to discount in any way. Some of you in your life right now, it is painful. It is agonizing. And when you look at it, you go, it, it is not pretty right now. Friends, God can bring beauty out of the ashes of life. That's how God works. You, you get so focused on the external and God's focused on the internal. You know, you, you tend to get focused on the here and now, this moment. But God focuses on a, the eternal in our lives. See, God sees the big picture. And even when you don't understand, and some of you are there right now, you need to know God is working. God is working. Even when you're confused and you can't figure it out, let me encourage you, just keep trusting God. Just keep trusting God. Paul, Paul writes these words. He says, but this happened that we might not rely on ourselves but on God who raises the dead. Friends, there's a key verse right there. 
See, God is still rolling stones today. Christ followers, you, you may have come to this point in, in your life and you're struggling. You know, God, I don't know how I'm going to work through this. You know, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. I don't know how I'm possibly going to navigate, but I'm, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you in this moment. And God, I know you have my best interest at heart, but it sure doesn't feel like it right now. I I don't know what you're going to teach me, but I will trust you with my life. And it changes things. Friends, if you don't learn to accept God's purpose, what God's doing right now in your life, if you don't trust God, you will find that at some point you're just full of resentment. And your life gets reduced. It gets reduced to kind of resisting and reacting to what's going on. And you stay there long enough, and I will tell you, you will quit living. You'll just survive, get by. But friends, when you trust God, you find hope at some point. And that's key to to not surviving, but actually thriving in life. You've got to get this. This is important in life. And the fact is that you have to learn to to live in the present, so to speak. You know, you want to make the most of your time. You learn that in in that moment, in that present moment, God, God is working. He writes, he says, I know that there's nothing better for people than to be happy and do good while they're while they live. You want to find joy? Anybody? Anybody want happiness? Live beyond yourself. Quit making life about yourself. You know, do good. Do good. You while you have the time to do good. In other words, do good now, now. You know, Paul, he writes, he says, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. The fact is, God did not put you on this earth to live for yourself. The fact is, life is a test. The fact is, you get uh, 60, 80, 100 years maybe, and then you die. It's what you got. You enter eternity. Your present life is fleeting. The older I get, the more I realize that. Life is short. And how you live, your relationship with Jesus Christ, determines your future, determines your eternity. And I just wonder, this is a question to kind of wrestle with this week. Are you doing what God made you to do? Are you making an eternal difference? Are you making a difference in this world and in other people's lives? And if not, I I would just want to scream and just say, engage. Live in the present. Do good while you can do good. You know, too many people live life and they're always waiting. They're always waiting. They're always getting ready. One of these days, I'm going to, you know, you fill in the blank. Live in the present. Don't put off doing good. Do it now because, friends, it's all you got. It's all you got. 
you know, do your giving while you're living. You know, write that card. Pick up the phone and make that call. Meet with someone. Encourage someone. Make, reach out and make somebody's life better. You know, you quit putting it off. Quit procrastinating. Because what it will do, it will steal your present and it'll take your future all in one swoop. Time, 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 it's on my side. We all have the same amount of time. You have the same amount today, don't you? 24 hours, 1,440 minutes, 86,400 seconds, no more, no less, We all have the same amount of time. Now, you can't save your time. You know, you can't say, "Ah, I'm going to save that for another day. But you can invest your time. And I wonder how you invest in it. See, time is a gift from God. It's God-given. You should appreciate every moment you have in this life. If you don't understand that, you can miss life altogether. See, time is so important. Solomon, he says, God wants everyone to eat, drink, and enjoy their work. These are gifts from God. There's a uh, great line in uh, Kung Fu Panda. How many of you have seen that movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a karate theme here. So, <laughs> But it says, today is a gift. That's why they call it the present time is a gift it's a gift from god and i wonder what are you doing with that gift because you should be enjoying it god wants you to enjoy life not endure it enjoy it you know that's why uh, solomon he says it over and over through this book he says However many years anyone may live, let them enjoy them, what? All. What? Christ followers live life to its fullest. That's how you live life. Appreciate the gift of time that God has given you. Use your time wisely. Live each moment, you know, with that attitude of gratitude and to enjoy what God has given you. You know, if you were to win the lottery and your prize was $86,400 every day, God's, God, you're just going to be given this. You know, the lottery's blessed you. You're like, oh, thank goodness. And so now you've, you've got this money, no strings attached, Use it any way you want, but at the end of the day, whatever you haven't used, you lose, all right? Here's what I'll bet you. I bet you'll get really good at spending every dollar of that money every day, wouldn't you? Why? Because you don't want to lose it. Well, friends, God has given you 86,400 seconds today. He's put it into your account, and you need to use it. You can't save it, but you use it. You don't don't misuse it. 
You use it wisely. Because if you use it unwisely, you, it's gone. You don't get another chance at it. It's just gone. You know, Paul says, I've learned to be content in whatever situation I'm in. The secret to happiness is that ability to accept life where it is right now, as it comes to you, good and bad, and not always longing for something else. See, I think that's the problem. When, when things aren't good, we wish it away, don't we? Paul says, I've learned to be content. I've learned to be content. I've learned to be content, and whatever happens, I figured it out. See, this isn't natural. It doesn't come natural to be content, does it? But I wonder, are you thankful for what you have right now? Are you? Are you content? Are, are you enjoying life? The, the fact is, it's something you have to learn. But my guess is, as I say that, some of you are like, well, I don't know. Well, are, are you always comparing yourself? Are you always complaining about whatever it is that you're dealing with? Or you don't have? See, this is the difference between are you grateful or are you ungrateful? And those will trip you up. Time? 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 On my side. It's in my control to a high degree. But friends, one day, and hear this, one day you will give an account for how you spent your time. And you got to be ready. You got to be prepared for that moment. Solomon says, God will call the past to account. That's sobering thought, isn't it? What? You know, a few verses later, he says, God will bring into judgment both the righteous and the wicked. For there will be a time for every activity. Time to judge every deed. God will ask for an account of your time. Your time is your life. Every second. Time's the most important commodity that you have. Hold on to your seats, all right? It's more important than money. The, the fact is, you only have a certain amount of time. Do not waste it. Because it'll just be gone. I was a big uh, electric light orchestra fan, ELO. And uh, back in the day, we had vinyl. That's a big disc, uh, you know. But you could play one of their albums backwards. Uh, it, was, it was cool. Face the, Face the Music was the uh, album. But when you played it backwards, it said, you know, mu- this, or, uh, this music's reversible, but time is not. Turn back, turn back, turn back, you know. Something like that. 
It did sound like that. (laughs) Friends, if you're a believer of Jesus Christ, if you have asked Jesus Christ into your heart, if you've asked God to forgive you of your sins, you're saved, all right? When you give an account to God, this is not about salvation, all right? This isn't about heaven and hell that we're talking about. It's about evaluating your life and how you spent your time. It's about uh, determining rewards in in heaven. Paul, Paul writes this, he says, so pay close attention to how you walk. Not as unwise people, but as wise. Make the most of your what? Time, time, time. Because the days are evil. This world will mess you up. But friends, one day, one day, you're going to give an account of how you used your time. How you used your time. Time? It's on your side. And with the time you have left in your life, you've you got to use it. And with the time I've got left, I, I want to just raise a couple questions for you here. And these are anything but trivial. Do you accept both the good times and the bad times as part of God's plan? Some of you are like, well, the good times, I'm okay there. Bad times, You've got to learn to accept them both. Do, do you trust God when things are confusing, difficult, hard? Do you live in the present right now? Are you trying to do good with the time that you have? Do you appreciate what you have and where you are right now? Do you? Now, here's here's a defining question. Which season of life are you in right now? Is it a good one or a bad one? See, you need to acknowledge where you're at. But regardless of what you're going through, I challenge you to ask yourself, these are four questions. I ask myself these every time, especially during the difficult times. In fact, I believe these are questions that will help you make the most of the time that God has given you, whatever they are. And that is, what can I learn from this moment? Every moment in your life, those times, good or bad, there's something you can learn. And I know it's real easy to go, well, what I learned was I never want to go through this again, you know. But there's always something more you can learn out of good, good and bad times in your life. Here's the second question. What good can I do in this moment? Right now. You know, how can I help someone? You know, how can I make a difference in someone's life? How can I be a word of encouragement? I mean, it may just be worshiping God, you know, where you are. It's like, that's all I can do. 
right now. But what good can you do? And then what can you enjoy in this moment? Even when things are falling apart, I have always found there's something, there is something in my life that I can look at and be grateful for and to say thank you, God, for that. And how can you trust God in this moment? Some of you need to hear that more than anything today. Can you trust God right now? You know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. If you make God the center of your life, always, the seasons in your life, all of them, become important, become relevant, and become valuable because they define you. And just one more thing I want to say before we prepare for communion, and that is, you know, the Bible says that today is the day of salvation. And I know there are some of you here today that you've been thinking about making Jesus your Lord and Savior. You've been kind of pushing it off, and you're like, yeah, I'd like to establish a relationship with Jesus Christ, but, but yeah, someday, someday, one of these days, I'll get around to it. And here, here's what I want to say to you, whoever you are. Do not wait for a perfect condition. You know, quit pushing it off. You will never do it if that's your mentality. Now, now, now is the time. Now is the time. Fact is, it's all we got. We may walk out of here. Tomorrow's it. This might be my last Sunday. We just don't know. I would challenge you. Live now. This is the time. It's God-given. It's God-given. Let's stand for a word of prayer together. God, we thank you for time. God, we all have a different amount of time, but we all have the same amount of time today. God, help us to use that time wisely. God, may we seek you in the good and in the bad times. God, may we always know and trust you. God, remind us that you have a purpose in all things. God, just bring beauty out of these ashes, these struggles, these difficulties. And God, I know there are some here today that uh, they've not bowed a knee to you. They've not accepted what Jesus Christ did on the cross. God, I pray that uh, in this moment, that they would just 
acknowledge you and say, yes, I want that. I want Jesus in my life. God, I pray your Holy Spirit would confirm with them that they've taken that step, that you're going to do life with them. God, prepare our hearts, prepare our minds as we celebrate in communion together. God, we give you the praise and the glory this day. It's in Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. God's people said, just be seated and we'll prepare for communion.